All right. Happy Sunday to you all. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim. Today it is September the 3rd, 2023. As we do every Sunday morning, we gather here for two hours. We come together with a bunch of people on the conference call, and that is then the simulcast with a show. And please, if it's the first time, hang in there for a while, test it out, see how it feels to you, as we have the opportunity to contact, to contact those entities that say that they are, you know, on a higher elevation, that they can see what we are doing, they can support us. It is about free will, and uh, we need to ask for those things that we want to happen. Please um, hang out for a while, and more people have joined in. Welcome to you all. If you want to, please say your names and locations. John, John, John. Welcome, John. Hi, John. Hi, everybody. Hi, John. Hi. Welcome, John. Hi, All right. Anyone else? Positive greetings. Hi. It's Raiden from Sedona. Positive greetings to you, Raiden. Welcome. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Do I hear Shirley? Hi, hi, everyone. Good morning, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hey, Roger in Austin. Hi, Shirley. Welcome, Roger. Hi, Roger. Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, Giggles. Hi, Roger. Hi, Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Caesar. Hi, Hey, did you get my uh, thing for the healing <laughs> Let me check. Hold on. <clears throat> Yes, I did. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the call. Please say name and location. Eminem in Nebraska. Good morning, Mike and Mary. Welcome. Hi, Hi Eminem. Hi, Eminem. Hello, CJ. Hi, John. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. Yeah, hi, it's Lauren from Ports, Washington. Good morning, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. hi, hi everybody. And the next hi. caller, please say name and location. Joy in Swim, Washington. Hello, Joy. Welcome. Hi, Joy. Hello, Joy. Hi, 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 And welcome to all of you that just joined in online through BBS Radio. Happy Sunday to you. We will be starting here in just a moment. Hey, John, was it you that sent me something up on Telegram about uh, lasers not affecting things that are blue? Um, I know that that's nonsense because it, if the laser is powerful enough, uh, it could just go right through anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. 
I saw that as well. I do yeah, too. Especially, especially bogus. It's just that Doesn't I saw matter. something oh. else. I saw something else where they looked at Maui. And there were all these roofs that were painted blue that were untouched. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. That could have been a signal for the net, for them to not not uh, touch those uh, roofs. That's simply what it was probably about. Well, John, it, it may have you don't know. I don't. I don't. John, I don't trust your analysis. You don't know enough. If they can do that. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Just being honest with probably, you. It was probably fine. I don't think you stuff. know. I don't think you have a clue. All right. Now I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe you're right, but I still think you don't have a clue. You're like Patty, doggy paddling. <laughs> I mean, the next thing is that lasers won't destroy bitcoins. <laughs> Yes, do a lot of research. Happy Sunday, welcome to the conference call. Please say the name and location. Antonio from California. Good morning, Antonio. Hello, Antonio. Hi, Antonio. Hi, everyone. Antonio, you're the you're the missing avatar. <laughs> now, not no longer no, missing. Not, not anymore. <laughs> You might just be an avatar in training, huh? What's an avatar? Look at that. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say name of the people. Hi, it's Terry in Nevada. Good morning, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, everybody. Hi, Terry. Hello. Janine. Hi, Janine. Hi, Janine. Welcome. Hi, Janine. Hi, everybody. Hi, Janine. Hello. Hi, Joy. Hi, hi. All right. So thank you all for being here. We are uh, six minutes past the hour, and Cecil needs to leave here shortly. So we might want to pick up on this, Wynn. Um, Wynn, are you going to say something about the healing list? Oh, yeah. Um, Joy wanted me to tell you that... No. She would like she would like you when you put somebody else in the healing list that you just mentioned you have their permission. Okay, when you fill out that form. Well that is true. I would like that, but also I'm getting that they would like that. They would like that. Okay. And and, yeah. and the name of the person plus the location, I believe is important as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Appreciate the location. Uh, Joel in Chicago. Good morning. Hey, Joel. Oh, hi, Welcome. Joel. Hi, Joel. Hey, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. Hey, hi, Joel. Where, have you, where have you been, Joel? You weren't uh, having an affair with here. Antonio, were you? No, no, not yet. <laughs> no, just a, just a lot going on. Absolutely. Something going on. And and when you were going to ask, you were going to ask Shirley and Terry Marie a question before the recording. Oh yeah, uh, when we start the the channeling part of it, which I'll do first, um, I wanted to ask about both of you. 
if you have had any experience channeling previously. And even Joy, okay? Is that okay? And I want to just get your approval. Is that okay? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, Joy, did you say? Did you say yes, Joy? Yeah, I'll, I'll answer that. Um, and okay. and also, I'd like you to know that I I am uh, freelancing here, getting uh, that John does know what he's talking about. He does. I'm getting a yes. I personally don't have a clue whether he knows what he's talking about, but I but I'm getting that they're saying that he does. About blue lasers. Wow. About blue wow. about lasers not affecting blue. I, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that that was the that was the topic. I'm I'm just transmitting the, the swing of the pendulum to you guys about that. Okay. Okay. Well, let me ask the question directly. Um, can the they make lasers? The oh, we better start the call. <laughs> well, let me just ask this question Cecil, before we call in. I don't want. Oh. I don't want to. Okay. Okay, go, go. Ask. The question is: Can can destructive lasers be made that avoid the color blue? I'm getting yes. Right. So that's, I'm getting that's that. different. That's different than what you just said, Joy. So we corrected it. It is. I thought that's what John said. No, John said that lasers would destroy everything, regardless of color. No, he didn't. If he did, I'm huh? gonna have to be a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, if it's strong enough, sure. I have a question, uh, Wayne. We need to talk, guys. Uh, are the lasers in orbit around the Earth, or are they on the surface? If they if they exist, uh, I don't want to ask that question right now because it, it, okay. it brings us closer to the negative. You know. Uh, Oh, make a note of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi, go ahead. All right. Thank you all for being here. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Becky is not with us this morning, I believe. So, Wynn, it's in your hands, and today is September 3rd. Here we go. The recording has started. Thank you. This is April 3rd, 2023. Let's make it September. September 23. <laughs> Thank you. I think That's I got hit by one. a blue laser. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is our Sunday morning with the whole, with the Elohim. This is an interdimensional meeting where the group of us on this call meets with Terry and friends who are in higher dimensions, who absolutely are working with us and doing miraculous phenomena that prove it. If you pay attention over time, you'll hear about it. And um, we started off doing an invocation to the light by Cecil Jepson in Washington. 
And this is kind of a verbally putting the energy together to integrate dimensions. So go ahead, Cecil. Thank you, Wim. We call it calling in the light. An infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and fill everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and anchored into the earth. We invite our higher density friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one to join with us. And we co-create a loving group energy connection for the highest and greatest good for all, honoring free will. And back to you, Mr. Free. Thank you, Cecil. And just a brief introduction to anybody that's just been scanning and ended up on our show on BBS radio. Um, you know, there's things that we talk about here that seem like impossible. And I will tell you that those of us who have paid attention to this call, sometimes over a 10-year a longer period of time has seen so much phenomena that absolutely is convincing that it's real. And so don't draw a quick judgment until you explore it carefully. You can watch my movie if you go to YouTube and do a search on Win Meets God, the movie will come up. And it, it goes through some of the phenomena that's happened, as well as how it all started. And uh, we're not doing this because I need to do a radio show <laughs> to put on my resume. We're doing it because it's a phenomenal service to the planet to bring these energies into this realm. And it makes a difference, both uh, personally for people and collectively for humanity. So thank you for checking us out and taking the time to convince yourself that it's real or not real, if that's what you come up with. But don't assume it quickly from your own, um, how can I say it, opinionated perspective. Most people have opinionated perspectives and they think this can be real or this can't be real. And don't think that with this until you take the time to vet us. And uh, as everyone who's a regular on this call my partner, Terry Brown, I still call her my partner because she's still here. Uh, yeah. For 20 years, we did this call and we 
asked questions to a source that identified itself by the name the Council of Elohim. And we covered the most incredible topics. When, it, when this phenomenon first started, it happened when Terry woke me up in the middle of the night one day and said, get a tape recorder out. And this voice came through her that said, ask us questions. Now, I didn't have a clue who it was. I didn't know whether I could trust them. I didn't know if Terry had gone crazy. But I started asking questions. And um, their answers were incredible. They identified themselves by the name, the Council of Elohim. When I Googled Elohim, it was one of the words for God in the Old Testament. It was the name the Mormons used for God. And I asked them, are you the same Elohim? And they said, we're part of the same. And I said, why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world. And you don't have ego about it. But I believe them absolutely not. I had no idea what to do with this. And uh, and I wasn't sure I could trust them. I didn't know who they were and what their agenda was. But they never told me to do anything. They just said to ask them questions. So I started asking some of the questions about who they were and what they've done in relationship to the universe, what their relationship is with regard to our planet. And um, we started creating this library of data about them, which is 2,000 sessions that posted online, over 2,000, on the spiritchannel.net. And, uh, and we're going to do a replay of one of those sessions in just a moment. But going back to Terry, Terry dropped her body about a year ago. And in the last year, when I thought I'd never see her again, she suddenly started showing up. Not in a body, but in phenomena that had to have been her. About four or five people on our calls thought they made contact with her. One of them is named Joy Ayer from Squim, Washington. And she said she thought Terry was communicating to her through a pendulum. And you know, a pendulum only gets yes or no answers and Joy wanted me to confirm it. So I asked a bunch of questions that only Terry would know, and she knew them. And uh, I could go through all the different phenomena. Some of it's so crazy, it's unbelievable. But I've come to believe it. And she, she and the Elohim and the Ra group are over, how shall we say it, overlooking this call. Regardless of what we're doing in the physical, like here I am talking, that's in the physical. We're going to play an audio, that's in the physical. Simultaneously, they are here, and they're paying attention 
to every person that's on this call, even if it's your first time. And over time, many of the people that have come to our calls regularly have had phenomena. You would have to uh, say from an earthbound point of view, look like miracles. And um, we're going to start asking a couple of questions to Terry and friends. Joy is here on the line. Joy, are you there? I am. She's here. Oh, there yep. he is. Okay. Now, keep in mind, if I ask something, Joy is going to hold a pendulum in her hand, which is just a piece of something, anything, on a string. And uh, the pendulum will rotate clockwise or counterclockwise or just stay still indicating an answer to the question. And in order to use a pendulum, you have to go into a very neutral state yourself. Otherwise, your own thoughts and beliefs will create the movement of the pendulum, and you won't be getting the movement from beyond your own field of energy. And um, when I first started testing Joy to see if she was really talking to Terry. I asked a bunch of questions that only Terry would know the answer to. And she she demonstrated almost 100% accuracy in answering the questions, like locating something in our house. Um, And eventually I said, I wonder if I can find somebody who's a medium who can bring Terry through verbally. I live in Sedona, and there's probably 50 mediums in this town. And so I found somebody that I thought looked good. Her name was Claudia. And we got on the phone, and Claudia says, Terry's here. Do you have questions? And I said, what's the name of the person who's using a pendulum to talk to you? And Claudia said, Terry says, Terry uh, says, Joy, which of course was the right answer. And that was it. That was final blow. I knew Terry's on the call with this. And we usually give Terry a wave, Terry and friends a wave at the beginning of the call. So to acknowledge their presence. Some of you might feel energy. And Terry, are you there? Yes. Are you happy to be with us? I was just going to say, happily so. No, I thought so. And um, just to ask a couple questions. A lot of people are saying the outcome for the world is looking a lot better than it did a few months ago. Oh, yes. And that's because there's a lot of people doing positive things here that are preventing, are sidestepping 
some of the negative plans to bring things down. Is that correct? I'm getting yes. Okay. And of course, our group is one of those people who are doing that. Every day, we do a call called Whole Planet Healing, where we create, um, how would I say, uh, intentions for positive outcomes on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And we also work on sending calm energy to all the earthquake potentials on our planet and anything else we can think of. And, uh, and I thank all of you who volunteered to be on that call. Now, over time, there's a couple of people on our call, three people, who have come forth and believe they're channeling Terry. I mean, you know, Terry being able to have verbal messages through them. And um, and I believe they're on the call right now. We have Terry Marie in Boulder City, Nevada, correct? Terry Marie, are you here? Yes, yes, I'm here. Uh, you know what? You're 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 a very good Terry disciple. <laughs> Okay. All right. And we also have Shirley in Ohio, I believe. Shirley, are you here? Yes. Good morning to you. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning. I'm still waking up. Good morning. <laughs> have, have, have you heard from Terry lately? Oh, yes. Yes, she's been helping me heal. Mm-hmm. And and others, of course, too. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, it's just been really beautiful, the healing that I've experienced. Um, I was... Listening to the call the other night as Heis was doing his meditation and I felt intense healing and I looked around and I was just surrounded my bed. I was stretching out on bed doing my stretches and my bed was just full of blue orbs. It was just really it was totally amazing. I've never had an experience mm-hmm. like that before. I mean, there were so many I couldn't count them. It was <laughs> unbelievable. It was such a beautiful blessing. And and I wanted to say thank you to Heis, too, for helping make that happen, and everyone else also. <laughs> it's all integral healing amongst us all. It's not just Terry's not coming just to one of us. She's coming to all of us. We just have to be open to be seen. Terry and friends. You know? Yes. Yeah. Terry has a yeah. group around her of 
Elohim souls, angelic souls, I don't even know. And some of the things we do on this call are crazy, but I'm not going to make it too crazy today because some of you would dismiss it. <laughs> and I don't want you to dismiss it. I want you to check it out. Um, I had, was going to ask some questions about, you know, by the way, Cecil is another person. He doesn't exactly channel, but he uses a pendulum and sometimes confirms Terry. If Terry gets a yes, he'll get a yes too. And Antonio, who does the same thing. Are you here, Antonio? I'm here. Now you're not. You're not. Are you communicating verbally with anybody? Yes. I mean, beyond the pendulum, right? You hear voices. Yes. And who who are you talking to? Communicate with everybody on the call. My cat Tigger. My dog Abby. They communicate with. I mean, but who are you communicating with? Is Terry talking to you, or who? who? Um, I don't. I think so, but uh, it just feels it, like like it's not like I'm making it up. Okay. Well, you know what? Even Terry said that. Even Daphne said that. Yeah. the channel, it feels like they're making it up. Except when you when yeah. you looked at the informa- information that was coming through, it couldn't possibly have been made up. You know, mm. uh, yeah, it got, it got way too sophisticated. But all right, let me ask, so let me ask Peter, Peter, am I communicating with Terry? And Peter says yes. Peter, 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 Pen- Peter Pendulum. Pendulum. Peter Pendulum? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm getting that he is. So, you're welcome. Well, I wouldn't be a bit surprised, okay? Yeah. It's, it's very interesting that all these people are suddenly getting messages from the other side and I don't believe that any of you ever have that experience prior to being on our calls and I'm addressing that question I'm addressing that question to Terry Marie to Shirley and to Antonio Um, I don't think so so probably no. And, and how about you, Terry Marie? Um, yeah, kind of. Years ago, seventy-eight, and indirectly, but husband got messages coming through, and I was present, and I. Do you know who was talking to you? No. 
So uh, I'm going to ask Joy. Joy? Uh, yeah. When Terry, when Terry Marie was channeling in 78, was she connecting with a positive source? Yes. Was she connecting to either the Ra or the Elohim group? Yes. Was she connecting to the Ra group? No. With the Elohim group then, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask Joy some questions about both Terry Marie and Shirley. And I might even ask questions about Antonio. You never know. But at least those two. <laughs> and um, does Terry Marie come from the Elohim realm originally? I'm getting yes. Yes. So that means she's probably a very old soul. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And has she had incarnations on other planets besides Earth? Yes. Okay. And when she was channeling in 1978, she was tapping into those connections. Yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Terry Marie, anything you want to ask? No. No? Uh, was the information we were getting, was that accurate? Yes. You mean in 78 or recently? 78. Both. Both. What kind of information, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to answer, but uh, what kind of information were you getting in 1978? Well, it was a story about a race of beings who were on a planet and their sun was getting hotter and brighter and about to explode, so they had to set out looking for a new place to live and how it started and quite a long story but uh, were you one of the uh, beings on that planet not that I was aware of no thanks still at the time we were we were looking did you say you were not one of the beings you're getting that she was, correct? Yeah. I was. Okay. Well, that's well, what I'm getting. I didn't feel like it at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shirley or, or uh, Antonio? Do you get me on the planet? I'm getting a yes. Can you repeat the question? Because Peter isn't moving right now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Was was 
Chimerie one of the beings on the planet that she was talking about, that she was channeling about in 78? I'm giving a yes. Surprise! (laughs) There was so much information coming through at the time, it was hard to figure anything out at the time. Mm. Yeah. And when she left the planet, where did she end up? Did she end up on Earth? I'm getting yes. Was that the immediate next stop? No. I got a yes on that. I got a no. See, it wasn't... It was... Eventually came to Earth, but Earth yeah. wasn't yeah. immediately next stop, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it Pleiadian? You mean did she go to the did she go there next? Yeah. Um getting I'm getting yes. Yes. And then did she go from Pleiadian to Earth? I get yes. Yes. There are a lot of Pleiadians on Earth, aren't there? On this, on the conference call? Mm-hmm. Well, on, on the planet Earth. in general. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes and yes. <laughs> okay. Terry Marie, do you have any more questions? You'd like to ask. I have a question. When a being transfers from one planet to another, like uh, let's just use Terry Marie as an example. She was had had lifetimes in the Pleiades. And then they're saying she incarnated on Earth. Did she go into a a realm where she could choose going to Earth? And how did she know Earth existed? Um, Well, I'm getting a no about did she go into a realm where she could choose to go to Earth? Um, So is that not necessarily? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, was she, was she moved to Earth? Was she moved to Earth, or did she go to Earth on her own volition? Not moved to Earth. Went on her own volition. Okay. And was the reason because because she was adventuresome, or she got bored <laughs> on the Pleiades? No, adventuresome, yes. Bored, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did she have friends on Earth? On Earth? Yes. Were were you going to say something back there a while ago? You started to say something, and then Wynne started asking a question right away. You asked if I went on my own volition. I said I was advised. Yeah. So after being advised, you went on your own volition. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who advised you? Another Pleiadian? Yes. 
And were you advised while you were in a body or out of a body? Body? Sorry, Marie, body? You're, you're, you're not close enough to your mic. Okay. Inner body. On a Pleiades. In a body, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. So let's move for a moment and put Shirley on the hot seat. Shirley, are you there? Yes. Shirley, did, did you ever have any channeling experiences before our group? Yes. Um, as, as a child, I had visions and, um, when I, in, when I was in high school, one of the first paintings I painted was a, a painting of an exploding plantlet. And I never... It was what? A painting of an exploding planet. Whoa! Wow. Not your average and, high school painting. <laughs> but I didn't know. I'm not sure what planet it was, and it and it really drew people. Really, I had to do several paintings of it because it sold. I mean, people wanted it, and I it, oh. it's like it was personal for me, but. It was, you know, I instilled some energy into it, um, and but I'm not sure what planet it exactly was. I'm getting Maldick. That's what I was going to ask, right? What about you guys? What are you getting? That Maldick popped into my head. And that's what I learned from the group was about Maldek, and it helped me to connect the dots and heal and brought mm-hmm. much understanding. And then with Terry, she was the first person that I encountered, the first um, healer that I encountered that it just flowed for us telepathically. She, I wouldn't, you know, that. I would just ask the question and she immediately would come back with the answer. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. so amazing. And then she would verbalize it too on the call. And I was convinced that it was a good positive source. And I received a lot of feeling. And, and, and say you. that again, please. I received a lot of healing from from Terry with the way she was so, with the way she just put you into the flow with questions and answers. Yeah, yeah. And and that was when she was in body, and it was just so beautiful. And Mm -hmm. I've never felt love or my heart chakra open up. I thought I knew what love was, but I didn't. And uh-huh. she really opened me up to, it was like, whoa, yeah, very <laughs> beautiful. Okay, let, let me ask a question. Let me just say for anyone 
that's listening on BBS that's not familiar with Maldek. According to our information, Maldek was a planet in our solar system that exploded and it wiped out the entire population who ended up being in a tangled mess of fear. Billions of people and they were and the raw group, their souls, their ra- the raw group has been untangling that mess and uh, allowing them to continue their evolutionary paths in other places. And so the question is, was Shirley in that tangled mess? No. No? How did she escape that? She wasn't on the planet when it exploded. Well, she wasn't. I thought, I thought she just said she was. No? No, she was I painting. I, she... I, I viewed it, and I think I viewed other planets, too, or stars that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there were other places of explosions also, and um, so I just always had trouble narrowing it down to, you know, where the explosions were happening. But as I've been doing research, I'm really amazed at the what's the galactic what's been happening through our past and present. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to our understandings, there were billions of people on Maldek and it had a nuclear explosion. And a nuclear explosion is the worst way to go. And it causes the bodies to lose their identities and tangle up. And they could stay that way forever unless there's some intrusion that helps them untangle. And there's another group soul, not the Elohim group, the Ra group, who took it upon themselves to help untangle that massive glommed up souls and the Ra group calls it a tangled mass of fear. And uh, and they're still not, as far as I understand, I don't think they're still all untangled and I'm still, they're still working on it. And uh, am, am I accurate there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have hitchhikers that I'm helping untangle. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and yes, there's a lot of fear in Terry and when you both helped me to face that fear and to um, kind of heal the fear and help with the entanglement and the release and the return of those tangled souls back to being, untangling them back to becoming 
fully again. You know, Terry was working with souls that were tangled as well. And yes. And I thought she was crazy at the time, but. <laughs> and you feel really crazy at the time when it's happening too. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> um, and you know. Some of you that are listening here may come from that place. Many, many people will move to Earth uh, to continue their evolutionary path. And some were moved to evolutions, evolutionary expressions that were lower than human. Uh, and that's not, a, not only that in a negative way, but just because it was available, like say a gorilla or an ape or a dolphin. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting no, uh, I'm getting no, um, f- at least from Meldek. Uh huh. You know the folks no. who survived were the ones or, who were already off uh, exploring other planets. Um. And uh, or were in transit from Maldek to other planets. Okay. And did some people leave Maldek on spaceships before it exploded. Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they got away. They got away from the disaster, right? Yeah. 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 Antonio. Yeah. Well, Antonio. That, that was for Antonio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I was on Earth uh, when it happened, and uh, yeah, I on a was, scientific uh, research mission. I guess I was on. on yes, <laughs> and like years ago, when on the questions and answers, um, Ron, they said that I. Uh, experienced a um, a traumatic experience, like it was like a environmental, and that was it. Yeah, yeah you didn't know any. You didn't, saw, you didn't know any of this before you came to our calls, right? No. And you just thought you were a crazy misfit, right? Yes. <laughs> after, after that was cleared, that rid of a lot of uh, panic. So, mm-hmm. I said I said that because there's so many people who are incarnating bodies that have gone through very traumatic experiences in the past, and they don't remember them, and they think they're crazy. You know, the, the trauma affects every aspect of their life. And thank you for sharing that, being willing to share that, even though I pushed you into it. But I wanted to say it in case anyone's listening mm-hmm. who is in that particular quandary and that if you started coming to our calls, eventually you'll have an opportunity to ask questions to our sources and get more information about 
about this. And uh, and the Chirac is now the asteroid belt. Yes. Did Shirley ever have other lifetimes where she was channeling? I get yes. On this planet? I get yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how about Carrie? How about Carrie Marie? Um, other lifetimes on this planet channeling? Yes. Okay. Well, do you guys agree? Yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Antonio too. And John. And Cecil. Hey. Well, I, John, I should have included you on this elite group here. Are you on the call, John? Hmm. Let me open the mics up and see if any of you have any questions to pose. All participants are unmuted. I have a question. Joy? Yeah. Or whoever. Was my husband on planet that exploded when it exploded? No. No. Is that Terry Marie? Is that Terry Marie? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm here. Now, who's, who's that? This is John. You oh, John. John. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't want to open up a whole new chapter because I want to go to our replay, John. But we should ask you some questions. Did you listen? And, uh, did you listen to the replay before you played again? Remember what happened last week? <laughs> oh, uh, where you said something about Brave? That one? Yeah. Did you? Did, but did you listen to this uh, replay before you play it? Uh, I don't want to get in trouble with something I didn't do again. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, John, would it? <laughs> yeah, like I said, but I didn't do it. Uh, you're the one who played it without even listening to it. <laughs> right. You know what? It's not a big deal, all right? So don't worry about it. It really isn't. Um, so did you want to ask him have... a couple of quick questions? Well, let's see. John, can I, you want me to ask some questions about this for you? About channeling? I guess, if you want to, I guess, Ken. Has, has John channeled in other lifetimes? Yes. Yes. Has he channeled on other planets? Has he been on other planets where he channeled? Yes. And was he really married to Olivia Newton-John a thousand some times? Yeah, a thousand nine hundred something times, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, 
I mention that because when Olivia Newton-John died pretty recently, she started, talking to, she started okay. talking to John, okay? And yes. I was a little skeptical at first, but I believe it's real. And we should say hello, hello to Olivia on the Hi, other side. Hi, Olivia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smiling. An energy smile. <laughs> she made some of the most beautiful music, and she was definitely an angelic being mm. yeah. in this realm. And uh, questions for John. Let me just ask this one question: Was John married to Olivia on other planets? Yes. Was were they on Andromeda? No. Uh, no. Pleiades. Yes. Any others? Yes. Uh, serious? I don't think I don't think John is Syrian, but I'm getting a yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did I know John on Sirius? Yes. And did we do anything together? No. I'm taking it okay. that anybody who's getting a different answer would speak up. Right. And also, when again, I'm gonna. Um, I need to leave by twelve. Uh, so if if I have to go and the, the healing list is still going on, then Terry Marie, you you can just take the ball. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. And I mean, this is kind of an incredibly amazing thing that uh, my partner passed, Terry Brown, and now we have four or five people or more who are getting <laughs> messages from the other side. Right? Yeah. And uh, we're channeling. All right? Mm-hmm. But uh, if there's well, no started, more questions... I started while Harry was still alive. Okay. <clears throat> and, and you know, you these mean? are ordinary people. John is a taxi driver in Las Vegas. <laughs> I appreciate you not mention that again. <laughs> <laughs> I get enough negative comments just just from people, uh, ordinary people, about that. John's Aww. a taxi driver in Las Vegas, and he's ashamed of it. No, it's no, it's it, it, it's wonderful. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you for thank you for helping people transport from one place to another and. You are sharing your energy with every, just you think of all those people you're connecting with or passing by you or in and out of your cab. You are, you are shining the light on them, whether they know it or not. You're doing a great job. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to do a replay now. 
we have a great call that happened in 2012, and I believe, let me just see here, if I get this correct. Um, what about me? Who's me? <laughs> Antonio. Antonio? Antonio. I thought we were going to well, get Yeah. We did you. Yeah. <laughs> we did you. That's probably good for everyone else. Antonio? It it just seems like normal conversation, Antonio. Yeah. But uh, I went. I mean, I, yeah. Hey, can I tell a quick story about Elaine, the one that I put on the healing list last week? Did she have something good happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, Let me yes. tell you. I, I wanted yeah, to go get ahead. permission. She's a heavy, she's a black woman, 59 years old. She had a, she had her, her son was murdered. She's had a heck of a wife, but she's a heavy, heavy duty Christian. And we talk about the Bible and I talk, and I didn't want to tell her something about what we're doing here because she'd think it would be devil worship or something, you know, and I tried to get her to watch mm-hmm. the movie. It took me about a month and a half and finally watched it. So then I said, okay, now, can I get your permission to put you on the healing list? And she said, okay. Because every time she comes over, she says, now, remember that Jesus Christ is my, is my uh, Savior. And, you know, she always tells me, okay. So the next day, Monday, she comes over, runs up to me. She says, something happened to me. Something happened to me. She says, I got a blast yesterday afternoon, right when I was doing the healing list of unconditional love. She said, I started crying, then I started laughing, and I ended up dancing around the house. <laughs> all this, this overwhelming, this overwhelming, she's here crying, and then she starts laughing and hugging, and it was it was amazing. So I think getting, uh, it, was, it was fantastic. It, it makes me cry right now. Just, she was so happy, yeah. you know? It was, it was yeah. fantastic. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was amazing. I'm so happy for her, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, another another check mark in our positive successes. And hooray for permission. She has been blasted. Oh come on. Stop it. <laughs> All right, now I, we're going to mute everybody, and I'm going to do this replay. And for as long as we can play it through, it's a time that uh, we were doing a, a workshop in Sedona in 2012 live. And Daphne came on and addressed the call through the phone, and then Terry did a live session. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. <laughs> So I'm going to do the shorthand one. And for new people, it may not trigger it because you didn't go through a long meditation. I'm giving you the idea, though. Father, Mother, God, positive, has access to. And anything not of that nature must leave now. And we create a silence for a moment until they decide to address us through the vehicle known as Daphne. Thank you.
creature on the earth. This includes the animal kingdom, the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, the David kingdom, and many others. You are part of the whole. Indeed, the concept of hologram is precisely this, that the totality is contained within the smallest piece, and the smallest piece likewise contains the totality. Have you questions for us this evening? Anyone have a question? Anyone have a burning issue or someone who's a conflict in their life? Hello? Yeah, um, we're working on it. Do you have a question? Yeah, go ahead. Do we need to uh, just say speak it. into? Yeah. I'll repeat it. As I reemerge and come back out to teach. This is from Jean Fitzsimmons, yes? Mm -hmm. As she reemerges and comes out to teach. Can you give me some response or guidance that would be helpful for me in my service? Can you give her some response or guidance that will be helpful for her in her service? And could you share what you're going to teach? Awakening to truth and love and letting go of anything that is between someone's oh. recognition and their oh. freedom. Awakening to truth and love and letting go of, and letting go of what's in between them and their, freedom. and their freedom. That's her question. It's from Jean Fitzsimmons who lives in Sedona. Thank you. Give us one moment, please. We organize the answer to your question as follows. As you embark upon this new chapter of your life, this newfound experience, you are being asked to come completely and authentically from a centered place and connection to self. There is nothing to prove. There is no one to impress. There is nothing to be sought after. There is no agenda. And in fact, there is no goal. Save one of service. When one can keep these fundamentals in the forefront of one's consciousness, one begins to understand that in every moment, as one allows oneself to experience the continuity and flow of time, one becomes part of the continuation of the time stream. In other words, one is able to become fully W-H-O-L-L-Y and magnificently present. In other words, to pull oneself out of an experience and to try to detach and objectify oneself as if the experience 
were somehow canned, which is the modus operandi of third dimension. It is to somehow interrupt the total creative flow of what is possible, because you, dear heart, are moving beyond 3D and into 4D, 5D, 6D, 7D, an informed consent between your highest self and the genius of being completely present in the now. Allow yourself then to experience joy. Allow yourself to respond in the moment to the precise needs, to the precise timing, to the precise emotions, to the precise spontaneous outpouring. And if possible, we need to come completely present in the present moment. You need to have no plan. You need to have no agenda. Simply, as when as often, show up. When you show up, God takes over. Allow yourself to become as a vessel. Allow yourself to become as a hollow reed and let the will of divine force speak through you. In this way, your highest essence, your highest abilities, your highest talents are activated and flawlessly and seamlessly availed. We hope this has helped you understand. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. <clears throat> there are many of us who've been drawn to this area. What, what, would you say your name and the city? Marianne Fanter. Marianne Fanter in where, in where Cottonwood? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Marianne Fanter in Cottonwood. And I, say one sentence at a time and I'll repeat it so she can hear it. Okay. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. There are many of us who have been drawn to this area fairly recently. We would like to know why. What is we would like to know why and if there is a plan for all of this. If you don't mind me saying if, because sometimes people assume there's a plan and it's just a random association of potentials. Okay? Thank you. Did you get that? We understand the question to be one of geographic confluence of why a person or persons is drawn to a particular geographical locale. The answer to this is multifaceted and depends upon the level at which it's been examined. In response to a previous comment about some things being, quote, random, 
random gateways of potentiality. We, from this side of the veil, would, in your English parlance, take some issue with this. As the word random implies some kind of a separation from divine source. Nothing is ever truly random. Things can be seemingly random. But at some level, there is an organizing principle. There is an attracting force. There is a geometric consistency. In the case of where people are attracted to a certain physical locale, and in this instance, the Sedona area and the rocks, it has long been noted that it is a, an anchorage kind of point and an amplification point for those emanations and those frequencies which find themselves centered in the southwestern United States. <clears throat> One to look at a map. There is a confluence of angularity noted in the four corners, the four states of Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico. This is no accident. This is, yes, divine design. Divine design signifies that the angularity of the four and the corner specifically is a basic harmonic of geometric structure that precipitates physicality into matter. Energy moves into matter at the vibration of the four. In physical geometry, this signifies the four corners. It is no accident, then, that many are drawn to the rocks for corners. North of where you are is Flagstaff. The mountains there, the San Francisco Peaks, are approximately 7,100 feet high. The elevation of the Sedona area is approximately 4,000 feet. Notice again the four. The elevation of Phoenix is approximately 2,000 feet. If you look at the name, Sedona, turn it around. Anodes. A-N-O-D-E-S. For those who have any background in physics or engineering, an anode and a cathode are part of circuitry. Again, 
no mistakes, no random occurrences. You are looking at a living circuitry in the area in which you now reside. You yourselves are living circuit. You have been drawn to this area because your biological circuitry is resonating with the Gaian birth circuitry. And the confluence of these factors has drawn you to the place on the earth where your circuitry most harmoniously fits in. You shall become activated in this place. It is as if the old code in your blood is being overwritten with a higher code. We hope that this has helped to understand. Thank you. Um, maybe we'll have one more question for the source through Daphne, and then we will. Uh, move on. Hello. I'm here. I was going to have one more question for you, and then we'll move on and uh, bring our sources through Terry, and have a few questions, and then we'll. Say good night. Let me see. I think you've you've had your hand up. So, what is your question? Yeah, you and I spoke about something a lot about like that. You, you what? You told me that this would be a good question for the attacks from my dreams. Okay. Yes, Steve, right? Dave. Dave. Dave, who lives in Mesa, Mesa Arizona was having attacks in his dreams. And can you give a little more information about the attacks? Um, the first, it was only two so far. The first attack was it took place in an area I've never been to before, and it, and it grabbed me from behind. You, you were physically in an area you weren't in? No, it was in my dream. It was an area that I've never been to. He was, he was in his dreams, and something grabbed him from behind. They don't need to know Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just, um, I'll leave it, I'll pass the ball to you. We come forth with the love light vibration of the Christ consciousness, and we now surround this particular member of your group with love, light, vibration. We would ask this member of your group to invoke Christ's protection and to join forces in a group prayer immediately following this session and to ask for any and all negativity to be removed from this person's place of residence place of work, and any associations that this person may have. This person requires a group consensus collective intervention. 
person has started upon a new level and phase of growth in their spiritual upliftment and thus is facing karmic attack and patterns which are often on the path of people as they move toward the light. Ask for assistance. Teach this person the invocation. Align this person with those persons, for example, on a team shift call, who can be of support. We hope we have been of assistance. Thank you very much. And do we have any closing comments? It is our great honor and privilege to be able to address your group, your group who holds together in thought and intention a noble purposefulness and a willingness to work collectively together in a seamless orchestration of those intentions and frequencies and harmonics <coughs> which allow the Christ consciousness of pure love, pure love light, to filter down upon this earth and to make way for those changes which are so very necessary in every facet and dimension of your earthly experience. For each of you carries a special pattern and a special key and a special knowingness, special traits, special skill sets. And the love light vibration works perfectly and individually with each one of you in a way which is unique and irreplaceable. Do not think that your life should be other than what it is, for you are learning about your own divine perfection. You are made the image of the one infinite creator. Honor the perfection which is within yourself. Uncover your own divine perfection. Bless each moment as it comes to you and see Learn to see the perfection in each and every moment. There are two concepts, which are not new concepts. They are old concepts. And we would draw your attention to them thusly. One is called abandonment to divine providence. And the other is sacrament present moment. Understand that each moment is sacred and not to be wasted. And understand that whatever happens to you can, if worked with for the highest good, be used to bring you ever closer to the divine perfection which you are moving toward. 
to bring through a lower frequency. This increases our frequency range and hopefully gives us a better, larger footprint of frequency that will be easier to sense. Do you have questions? Okay. Yes. I don't know if this is too personal, but I've been asking. I want to know my purpose on this earth, and I search and nothing comes through. I, I don't know. It's not too personal. Many people have that question. Okay. okay? And uh, I don't know if they're going to give the answer. Is it true only for you, or if they're going to give it in a generic sense, okay? So we'll just let them decide. What is your name, and where are you located? I'm living right now in Sedona, and my name is Vera Chifo. Give us a moment. You have located yourself in an area of vibration that helps to bring through energy and activation to yourself and in an area where you can interface with people that not everyone, but some of the people will resonate with your frequency and you will be able to build context and to increase your own sphere and build from where you are build day by day, take the tally at the end of the day, and you might even write in love. What was it that resonated with you? What out of the day was the best thing that happened during that day? And as you mark this in your book, you can begin to see a pattern. The pattern will include things that you were interested in when you were growing up. Give us a moment. You carry within you the interests and the goal of what you hope to achieve and add to it present time that in your present time you see moment by moment the creation of connection, of service, of 
the higher spiritual plane for answers. Give us more. In your book, put down the things that happened during the day that fulfilled you the most during that day. Also, write down your dreams. When you first wake up in the morning and what you can remember of your dreams as there are clues in your dreams as a feedback mechanism to you to help reaffirm your direction in your daily life. We hope that helps. Thank you. Thank you. I have another question. Yes, Pauline. Uh, yes, I want to ask if they can comment on how I can help to make my inner armor or that self that's holding on to the disease energy more fluid, thus filtering it out more easily. Okay, she's asking, how can she uh, release her inner armor that's holding on to disease energy so she can release it more fluidly? And Pauline does healing and she picks up people's energies and starts to process it herself. So, um, thank you. Thank you. There are layers, and there are deeper layers, and your outer layers can discharge the collected energy. It is energy with a twist on it with the twist that has, in another, created the disease. So as you take it on, the twist is there. And you then store it as a capacitor stores electrical energy. And then you can take on more, and you store that at a deeper layer. Then the deepest layers are the ones of the storage of the energy that will leave last. The energy has a distortion in it that was created in the making of the disease in the other person. And when you move healing energy through yourself, if you can move the twist upon the energy, and we are working with you at this moment to do it, to remove the twist, the hook that locks that energy in and remove it and strip
straighten out the energy. We look for the word. Energy pointers, the aligned energy that is aligned with the disease and straighten out the hooks in the energy. And we say it more than once because we are working with you to straighten out the hooks of the disease. And then it will be able to leave in a more harmonious fashion if it does not have the energy hooks on it that hook in. And this is easier said um, than done. Um, Give us a moment. One of the things is to take a stand, but make your stand about how much healing you will do or when. Make your stand fluid to go along with whatever circumstance you deem is imperative for you to heal the other person. And this is your choice. And people may ask you to come through and to heal someone for you, but it is your choice and it is your vitality that you are to some degree compromising when you take this on. And other people, if they have this done, we as the Elohim have a certain toolbox that we can use to come in and to help to take disease off people, but we do not always do it depending upon the individual's making of choices, the individual's ambience, where the individual is standing, because sometimes the individual has taken on the disease as a result of their own mental constructs. And if someone comes along and takes the disease away, then they will merely have the same mental constructs and will merely build it up again. Mm-hmm. And so the individuals need to learn a lesson to learn how to maintain a space that does not require that disease to balance their mental construct. So when you take a stand, you do not have to make a firm stand that is always in this circumstance, I will do this, or in that circumstance, I will heal, or I won't in this circumstance. Stay in present time and use it as part of your toolbox in any time that you feel that it is something you wish to do. 
not something that someone else wishes you to do. And it is hard to take a stand when people are asking and asking. And we get requests that we have to take all the circumstances into account whether we will use our toolbox for this or we will use comforting or what will be our moving in and our healing mode. We hope that this provides some more looks at it, and we also see that you, in moving the energy that you've taken on from another to heal them, in moving it off of yourself, the outer layers first moving it to the inside, you can use pine trees to move the energy onto, as the pine trees have a lot of pointed needles, and therefore the pine can use that to disperse the energy off the points of the needles and mm. can be your helper in this. We give you one example. This is a situation that happened when Wynne had a had a toothache and Terry uh, could feel she's empathetic and could feel the pain and reached out her hand and took the pain into her arm. But then the pain began to disperse through the body and began to act like a drain, an electrical drain on her energy. So then what she and we did was to move the pain out from her onto the juniper trees. And it, the pain left wind, and then the pain that was dispersed and wasn't like a sharp pain, but was a dispersed drain on the system, moved it into the juniper trees. And the juniper trees then moved it off through the multiplicity of needles in the juniper trees. Thank you. Another question out there? You can't have it. Give somebody else space, okay? If, if no one wants it, then I'll consider it. I got it. I'd like to see if I can get some clarification um, in regards to intention and how you utilize that in your life. The question in regard to intention and how to use utilize it. I mean, because how how does intention work when uh, is it based on? I mean, how do you make a decision to have an intention? Yes. 
and so make it hard for the structures to grow properly. We then, the more people that align can help to change structures to help those animals. There are levels that are considered in this, and the alignment of the chemicals within the Gulf that they are placed there make it harder to have a consensus reality that those animals will heal, as the chemicals have a say in the overall picture of things. Thank you. One more. Everyone covered. Please send our love light. And we feel that this is such a marvelous experience to make contact with you. And it is a long-term heartfelt desire to let people in the third density know that they are not alone. They are part of the family. And there is a home. And we are there and we are a part of your family. We are not some superior God there. We are your energy brothers and sisters. And we are able to help when we can. And we profoundly appreciate everyone's presence and attention. And we cannot even express the words to say how much it means to us. Thank you. All right. This is Moon Live. And we're going to go to our healing list. Is Sija there? I am here. Uh, how long is the list? Great day? replay. I love that replay. Oh. Especially okay, with the thank you. Part, part on intention. <laughs> yeah. We okay. have so many amazing things in our in our archives. Um, how many people on the list? Look. Six, seven, eight, eight, well, eight requests. Okay. So, uh, remember in the future to please, if you're putting someone else in the light, 
to make a notation that you got their permission to do so. Okay? And, uh, Let's say goodbye to BBS. And we're going to say goodbye to people in BBS. Hey, if you enjoyed our call, we're here every Sunday. And we have uh, uh, an archive website where we have over 2,000 of those sessions posted. And if you like the energy in the field and you want to make a connection with the L.A. Monroe Group, you should visit that website and listen to some of the archived sessions. That website is called uh, thehealingchannel.net. Is that right? Is that what it's called? The Spirit Channel. Spirit Channel. Spirit Channel. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Spiritchannel.net. All right. I'm getting my Alzheimer's coming in.